0: welcome to the crazy wisdom podcast today I interviewed David Boxenhorn uh, David has a very interesting theory called Mundia and Modia uh, it says that generally two people there's two types of people on this on this world uh, and one of them believes in Mundia the world of natural laws uh, and the other one being Modia the world of human social dynamics it's a convincing theory uh, I agree with a lot of it Disagree with some of it, uh, and I encourage you to make your own judgment on it. On it. Um, so yeah, I was really interested by this theory. I read his blog posts, and then I wanted to reach out for an interview about how to make sense of it and how to apply it to my own world, um, and this interview is a result of that. I hope you find it valuable. I hope it um, makes you question some things that you might not necessarily have questioned before. That is one of the goals of my podcast. Um Also, I do want to make it clear, as I've been making it clear in the last few episodes, that um, I believe there are experts, uh, but I don't believe there are any experts at Life. Um, And so I ask questions of people who might not have expertise in the area that I'm asking these questions about, uh, but I still think it's important to ask them and to hear their answers. Um, And so I encourage you, To adopt a beginner's mind when listening to this podcast or any other podcast, approach it as if you don't already know, uh, because honestly you don't. Uh, The universe is non-linear. Our brains create an illusion of linearity where no such linearity exists. Uh, And so I think it's important to remember that over and over and over again. Uh, So before you make a judgment about what is right, what is wrong, come back to the spot of beginner's mind. Realize that there are experts in specializations, but there are no experts at life. Uh, And if anybody tells you they're an expert at life, I'd highly, highly recommend uh, running away. Uh, And yeah, just be skeptical, skeptical of yourself, skeptical of others, skeptical of of whatever is going on. Because honestly, like, Your eyes are dumbing down reality by a factor of 10 right now. Uh, What you see is not what's out there. What you see is an image of what's out there that your brain is creating, and your brain does this for everything else. Uh, So the more we can adopt this understanding that we do not know, uh, the more healthy we are, the more sane we become. Uh, So I encourage you to listen to this episode and every other episode uh, with that in mind, and if you can't, I'd suggest finding a new podcast to listen to because uh, uh, I don't care. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, and hopefully you enjoy what I'm doing. I, I, do, I do make this content to make you think in ways you've never thought before, make you w- feel in ways you've never felt before, uh, and make you act in ways you've never acted before. It's the essential wisdom behind crazy wisdom uh, is this wisdom that is not accessible verbally, uh, but we can only point to with our words. And uh, I am starting an online course with Anders Jones, the CEO of Facet Wealth, who raised $40 million in his Series A. Um, and we're going to be giving the information out as to how you can think about raising money for your company, either at the seed stage or Series A. Uh, so if you're an early stage founder and are thinking about raising money, I uh, highly recommend signing up for this course. It is application only, and I will be including more information on, the, on, on my blog, stuartallsop.substack.com. Uh, so please go ahead and, and sign up for the blog, stuartallsop.substack.com, uh, and I will be including an application link and more information about how you can apply for this course. Um, I find it valuable to hear from others how they have done it, In the last few years because a lot of stuff particularly in the startup world is temporal in nature so it changes so you really want to get that access to the information of people doing it right now uh, in order to figure out how you can uh, win i hope you guys enjoy this stuff please let me know if if you do Uh, have a great day welcome to the crazy wisdom podcast my guest here is david boxenhorn Uh, He wrote this really interesting blog post about uh, his two concepts of Mundia and Modia. Uh, It's an interesting framework that helped me understand a lot about what's going on in my own life and my history and thinking about the future. Uh, So I'm really excited to have you on. Um, I'd love to get more into what this framework talks about uh, and your thoughts about it. Welcome to the show.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so
0: can you give people a brief introduction into your framework of Mundia and uh, Mundia and Modia? Uh, mm-hmm. and a little bit more about how it came out.
1: So, I, I have this uh, theory about how person is my, my theory to explain interpersonal relationships between people in general, and where the disconnect is. And it's, um, in, I believe that people live in, in two different worlds. I call them Mundia and Modia. Mundia from from I mean the word Mundus um, in Latin. It means the world,
2: mm.
1: and we get the word mundane from from mm. Mundus.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And modia in, is from Modus, which means the way. But like in 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 French and other um, Romance languages, um, the mode is like is the fashion, mm. and uh, um, I use these, so mundia, mundia is the world, is the natural world, the world of gravity, of things that, that, that don't have anything to do with people. And, and Modia is the world of people, the world of social relationships. So everybody, everybody kind of knows that there's like people, people, and you know, thing people, people who are, who are interested in, in things and people who are interested in people, but the, the the realization that I had that really explains everything to me is that pe- people who are, f- who are focused on social relationships who live in the world of modia apply the, the, the rules of modia to everything.
2: Mm.
1: And same thing with mundia. People who live in, in mundia think that the rules of, of, of mundia apply to everything. So, so, you know, if you're like um, a, a Mundian, and say you're, you're a child, you're, um, you don't know much about the world, um, and you want to be more popular, you might think, oh, I have to be good at sports, or I have to be good at, I have to do all the do things, things that me like. like me. Yeah. Not going to work, yeah. <laughs> not going to work. <laughs> people, <laughs> I mm. mean, you might, you might get some points for being good at sports or being you know, strong or being some, you know, some, some, some of these mundane characteristics. Um, or being smart, but it won't get you that far. Mm. Now, Modian will understand this intuitively, that, that it's somehow this, this ability to manipulate social relationships to wear the right things, to believe in the right ideas, to like the right music. These are the kinds of things that will make you popular. But they will, but those people will apply the, the, that framework to the world, to the world of Mondia, to and will, they will, um if they, if they have like two two competing competing theories about say um uh global warming mm. they'll just bo- they'll believe the people who are you know who everybody knows are the, are the right people mm. like the actors and the and the movie stars and the you know mm. the people who are who are popular
0: mm. and you give an interesting uh nuance to this which is essentially as you get older people uh Go more from modian, which is how social relationships and how that how those inform reality, to uh, mundian, which is more looking at the natural laws of 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 natural principles of reality, uh, which is interesting because I was just reading the book Behave by Robert Sapolsky, and he goes into the interesting thing that as we are from the ages of like thirteen to nineteen, in when in high school, we're basically so um, obsessed with social relationships Uh, and as our frontal cortex, our frontal cortex is actually really um, uniquely evolved in this social relationships. You know, as primates, we were, we were, we were in our tribe and, and thinking about hierarchy and all these different things. And then as we get older, maybe past the age of 30, it's kind of, it seems like it's happening to me where I'm like not, Really, as interested so much as as what is fashionable, what is, but more what is what is true in a sort of uh, mm. eternal sense, um, which is really interesting. What do you think about that?
1: Well, there are two things that characterize youth. Mm. First is that you're born not knowing anything. Mm. Like, how do we know what we know? Like, we we test things a bit. You know, we learn some new piece of information and say, oh, uh, that's not true, or oh, yeah, that's true. If we think that because it, it how it fits into what we already know
2: mm.
1: well when you start when you're born, you know nothing at all
2: mm. so
1: it's just like we're born, and the little children will just believe everything they're told, and especially what they'll believe anything their parents tell them or adults tell them but actually if you have if you if you have, if you know little children, they'll believe anybody they'll believe the other little kids yeah. you know whatever they're told they'll they'll just believe it mm. so so those, so, so that's a, 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 a Modian thing. They're not, they're not just, they're not, um, um, they're just believing what people tell them. And they're believing, and the people who they believe most are the people who have the most authority, the most status in their world. Hmm. The other thing that's true about that childhood is that they're not actually in contact with, with the real world. You know, say when you get, get a little bit older, you're in high school. You know, you still mm. you're pretty well developed, but you don't have to earn a living. Mm. You don't have to. You know, you don't. You're not faced with all these hard realities of of Mundia. Mm.
2: You
1: know, the Mundia is completely unforgiving. Mm. If you don't water your crops, they won't grow. Mm-hmm. You know, it mm-hmm. won't be. It doesn't matter how, how what your neighbors think about about how you water your crops. <laughs> it matters how you water your crops.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: So. So, but when you're in high school, there's nothing like, there's, there's zero, zero mundia. Mm-hmm. Everything, everything you do is how, is how other people think of you or how your teachers think of you. Even, even like, even, you know, things that are closest to mundia, say math, your math class or something like that. Even in math class, the, what your te- the way your teacher, the te- your teacher thinks of you
2: mm-hmm.
1: makes a big difference. Yep. You know, if, if, you, if, if. Um, and I've seen this. I've actually seen this that 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 a kid can be really talented in math, but say like not good at at at, um, at uh, arithmetic. So yeah. So and a, the teacher thinks that he's just he's, he's not he's he's stupid, mm. even though he's good at math because he just has this like one problem area that happens to actually. Um, mm. Destroy his his everything he does,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and because the teacher doesn't see it, it doesn't it doesn't, you know, doesn't
0: pass through. He doesn't get to the next level, or he doesn't get the he doesn't get the help that he needs because uh because the teacher doesn't see right the, the value in him basically. Yeah.
1: But so you take but you take the same kid mm. who's good at modia and can explain himself and mm. could him um, you know can can demonstrate he knows how to demonstrate his 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 talents and that kid will do okay.
0: Mm. So this could be good, interesting conversation about like an educational system. How does an educational system and as the internet goes up, because what I've been finding about the internet, as long as you have a good framework to understand and to interact with the internet, internet in a way that's beneficial, uh, you can find whatever you want to learn about. You can, you can find the experts to learn whatever you want to do. And mm-hmm. you can also, uh, but the, I guess the internet, there's a, there's, what is the, here's a good question. So what is the internet in terms of your framework for Mundi and Modia? Cause there are things about the internet that are um, the mode and the fashion and things like that. And then there mm-hmm. are things about the internet that are about natural laws and other things like that. What do you think about the internet in your framework?
1: Well, yeah, you know, I think that 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 what we call technology, mm-hmm. like Silicon Valley, that the world of technology has be, has gone way over to modia
2: mm-hmm. in the last
1: twenty years or so. Yeah, that the difference, the reason why YouTube succeeded and not any of its com- competitors yeah. was completely modium. It's like mm-hmm. how the the graphical user interface, like like how where the buttons were on the screen and and things like that. It wasn't it wasn't anything about the actual. Um, Infrastructure that, that YouTube developed, and same thing with Facebook. You know why why did Facebook succeed and not not other 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 competitors? Because of the way the, the way the user interface was designed, the way it started in Harvard and, University. Yes. And yeah.
0: yeah, and well, and it's interesting because because venture capital itself, there's two components of there's two different ways you can go about venture capital. Uh, the, I mean, there's many, but but you can but two main ones and you can either go on social proof uh your ability to manipulate how other people see you um or you can go on building a technology that has a lot of users which is kind of mundi as well because you already you're because everything is based on users and how many users you have and how popular it is and growth and all these different things uh but that social proof one can have absolutely nothing to do with the cold hard facts of what you're doing it has more to do with how you uh, present yourself to people and whether they, whether the investors know about the relationship that you have with other investors and all of these different things. So it's really mm-hmm. interesting. Uh, but, right. but technology itself, I mean, you know, maybe 1960s and 1970s when it was less consumer facing, uh, mm-hmm. seemed like it, op- it was manipulating the actual laws of the universe. We can keep on talking about this, but then there's an interesting conversation to be had about New kind of advances in science and technology, which talk about like quantum uh, physics, which is you know that that the kind of subjective nature of of, of an atom, and that in that, that you know to and I'm you know I'm by no means an expert in this, but but th- that I that an effect something I do here can have an effect very very far away. Mm-hmm. and that there's that it's not quite as clear as Newtonian physics that there are hard laws or that we can match these two kind of competing things. What do you think about that or we can keep on talking about I, the other one. I'm, not,
1: I'm I'm actually I kind of lost you. What what you're talking about like like Heisenberg uncertainty principle or something yeah. like
2: that.
1: It's totally mundane totally mm-hmm. mundane even if it's not directly you know as obvious as Newtonian physics. Mm-hmm. I you know it's still it's still about manipulating the world what people think about what you're doing has no has no impact on what you're actually doing mm. your actual success
0: mm. interesting cool so let's go back to technology and well actually let's talk about Creativity and stress within this context of of mundia and and modia, you said that you had some interesting thoughts about because I interview people about the relationship between creativity and stress. How does that fit into what you're talking about?
1: Right. Well, well let's talk about so stress. Um, you know, there's mundian stress and there's modian stress. M- mundian stress is the stress of if you're building something, will the thing I'm building work? You know, will it break down? Will right. it come together? and and modian stress is like how people react to it if, it if it doesn't work or how can i convince people that it will work even if they haven't seen it yet even though i'm not finished finished building it how can i can make people um, believe that i will that I, that it will work
2: mm-hmm.
1: those kinds of things are um modian stresses and it's very different you know web, you know whether the technology works and whether it can sell are completely two different questions, and they're both you know they're both important. Mm. Um, how important they are in a particular venture depends on the venture, depends on the nature of the venture, um,
0: and it depends on the person doing the venture because somebody like Elon Musk can has proved that he can turn technology into capital, uh, and so he can rely on this kind of uh, modian uh, understanding, but somebody who's just starting out needs to actually prove that, uh, prove that they can sell it as well.
1: Well, I I, mean, say, I think somebody starting out can, has to prove both.
2: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: but there, you prove both, and you prove it in different ways. Um, and you know, people will t- well, you know, modian proof. At least at the very beginning, you could people get a get a, a feeling for that. I don't know if it's a True feeling, correct feeling, mm. but you'll get a feeling from that just by talking to you. Oh, I'm, ta- you know, he he makes me feel confident. I just think he can lead this venture. Mm.
2: You
1: know, oh, he doesn't feel he feels, you know, he doesn't feel like a leader to me. So I don't think he can do it. Mm. Um, for for the Mundian part, they'll actually want to see the product, or they want to, you know, they'll you know they <laughs> hire a tec- technical person to look into it, who 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 might be from a completely different field and has no understanding of what you're doing. Mm-hmm. But.
0: Uh, Interesting. Uh, and so, wh- how did you come about with this framework? Wh- how did you, how do you, where did it come from?
1: We didn't start, we didn't talk about creativity yet.
0: Oh, okay, <laughs> go for
1: it. <laughs> so, so creativity is also Mundian-Modian. Like, oh. I mean, I don't know how you define creativity. I'll define it as um, coming up with an idea that works that nobody has thought of, mm. okay? So um, a you know a Modian Modian creativity would be like fine arts is Modian creativity, or coming up with a new way to sell something would be Modian. Mm-hmm. But there's also Mundian creativity, which, which people don't people who are not engineers or scientists don't understand that there's a that Mundia has its own creativity. You know, Einstein was a Mundian crea- you know mm-hmm. creative.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: People come up with 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 ways of solving problems that, that nobody has come up with before. That's a creative process, and it's a very important creative process.
2: Mm. Um,
1: it's kind of a mysterious. To me, it's kind of mysterious. I don't know where these things, you know, where creative. As someone who has has, you know, solved things myself, I don't really know where the ideas come from.
0: Nobody, <laughs> nobody does. Nobody, and you know, you ask Einstein the same thing. He, he said it would come from his imagination, but where did the imagination come from?
1: You know, it's this like this is what I this is this is what I know. I know that if I'm I've been working hard on a problem all day, and then I get tired and I drive home. That while I'm driving home, that's when and not working on the problem. That's when I could think of the I could think of the solution. Interesting, right? I'm mm-hmm. sure that or it has something to do with like not like disengaging like. You know, there's a kind of problem solving that that, that you get from engaging with the problem um, that's not so creative. It's a matter of like looking around or something like that or applying theory, you know, applying your rational, regional logic ability or reasoning ability. And there's a kind of problem solving that's not engaging. Mm -hmm. It's like pulling back and like letting something happen that I don't know what that thing is.
2: (laughs) But
0: that's
1: where where the, the creativity comes from.
0: Well, that's a really interesting point because it kind of gets into techniques for focus and awareness where, uh, for example, where you pay attention to the breath and you're totally focused on the breath over and over and over again. You focus your mind on the breath. Uh, and then, but that, that state then leads to another technique where you can then look at what is focusing on the breath, uh, and step back from the focus itself, the process of focus, focus itself and step back and look at, look at what it's, what is actually looking at the, fo- uh, the focus on the breath. Uh, and it's a way of disengaging Im- from immediate mm-hmm. sensation and, and identifying with that sensation of focusing on the breath, which is, uh, which is interesting. And that's called objective awareness or objective, uh, consciousness. Mm-hmm. And, and, um, that can be super helpful. And that's, you know, and that's kind of like when we dream, when we, when we go and drive or anything like that, it takes us out of that immediate identification with the problem. But we've done that kind of work up front of, of identifying with the problem, working through it and stuff like
1: that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I find that, that, that the best thing to do, like the best way to be creative is like first have an intense period of, of engagement with the problem Mm -hmm. and then do something that's kind of meditative, like that, that involves your brain but not too much. And things are, are like driving is one of those things, taking a shower, and people, a lot of people have ideas in the shower, mm. washing dishes, you know, these are all things that, that, you know, they, they involve some kind of thought, but not like deep thought. So while you're doing these things, your brain could be somewhere else. Like, I don't know, I don't know where that is, but that's, you mm. know, that's when the great ideas come to you. Mm. People take a walk in the you know people take a walk in the woods or a walk around the corner, no.
0: mm. Interesting. So okay, move in. go for What what did you say?
1: Have gotten a little off topic? <laughs> well, that's I'm fine. Sure yeah, that's
0: you asked you asked about my definition of creativity, and that's a fun thing. I don't really have one. Uh, so you know, uh, one definition could be like you said, creating something that nobody's ever created before, like birthing a new child that's never existed. Mm-hmm. Or, or it could be cre- taking two different ideas that other people didn't see the connection between and then connecting it and then making value. Or it could be like you said, the uh, let's, let's talk about the, the Mundian versus uh, Modian uh, creativity because I read this great book called Loon Shots uh, by uh, Safi Bacall and I ended up interviewing him and he talks about two different types of loon shots and a loon shot is an idea that's kind of crazy that an organization oftentimes will reject uh, because it is a little bit crazy. Uh, but then if you, if somebody, if uh, somebody persists with that idea, they can, they can turn it into a business and create a lot of value. And so mm-hmm. he talks about two different types of loon shots. One is a product loon shot and one is a strategy loon shot. Uh, that product loon shot sounds very similar to what you're talking about in the um, Modian, no, I'm sorry, the Mundian uh, sense of creating a new thing that nobody's ever created before that changes uh, how people behave. And then there's the strategy, Loonshot, which is uh, like what Walmart did. Walmart set up big stores in rural areas that had never had grocery stores before. Uh, and that was a strategy. That was a new way of, of um, manipulating human behavior as opposed to manipulating technology. Um, what do you think about that? Do you think that fits with your understanding?
1: Um, I don't know. I think that either one of them could be Modian or Mundian, depending on whether they involve something new with pe- involving how people how how people engage with things, or in, or whether it's something that just involves the natural world. Mm. I mean, if it's like genetics or something, you know, then it's Mundian. It's totally Mundian. It's not how people think about it will not change whether it works or not.
0: Mm-hmm. Interesting. So let's, let's talk about culture in terms of the framework. Cause it does seem that we're kind of this postmodernist understanding of, of truth and that there is no truth separate from what people uh, believe about truth uh, or what, what different cultures and stuff like that. What do you think about that? How does that fit? How does our recent cultural, um, kind of, <clears throat>? cause that's, you know, culture is all, mm-hmm. uh, all Modian. It's all, it's all what right. what is what is in vogue and what is right. the point of culture and w- like because culture itself seems like an evolutionary advantage that can be described in this modian sense as well.
1: Right. Right. So mundia Ma- and modia they they interact with each other. You know when we're not. You know if you talk to somebody about say global warming, even if they're even if they're modian, they'll still inv- inv- invoke mundia
0: authority. Yeah. You know, hmm.
1: they'll still say. Say oh oh you know. They, they won't they won't explicitly say say oh I just think that it's true because because everybody else thinks it's true.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: They'll, so they'll, they'll say oh it's um, all the experts think it's true and the experts supposedly like know about
2: about mm-hmm. the real world. Mm-hmm.
1: There, are other, some, there are some experts who suppose who 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 say, who you know who say the opposite. And they might be the minority, but how can you say that they're not, that, you know, do you have any way of judging that they know, they know less about the real world than, than, Mm. you know. (laughs) Um,
0: Which is, it's an interesting thing because we are now going towards a stage where it is dangerous to be skeptical and that doesn't mean dangerous to be, to be. To say that global warming is not happening and to totally deny it but it but it is not is you 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 can't even question it, which is the right. fundamental right. thing about science, which is important to question everything right, um, right. you can't
1: but you can't even say that you're undecided i yeah. mean like i say um, i'm yeah. undecided mm. i 'm undecided, and people say oh you're a denier
2: yep. no
1: i 'm not a denier I'm, i just haven 't decided yet
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> because, because you know, I haven't, I haven't seen enough evidence for enough time.
0: And and also the the nature of knowledge, human knowledge, because we can model everything that we want, but there is no modeling reality. Reality will play out in the way that it plays out, and our models about reality. You know, ask anybody, ask ask anybody in finance if they can predict. If, exactly. You
1: know, exactly.
0: Nobody can do. it. I mean, nobody nobody the does. models that
1: we the models that we actually test the models of the stock market, mm-hmm. the models of the economy, the models are, you fail. know, they all fail. So why should I think that the global warming model will say, you know is the one that could succeed mm-hmm. when there's no other way for me to test the test it? Mm-hmm. That's that's you know.
0: <laughs> so this is this is you know this is uh, going off. This is, I think related to the topic, but but it's going off. Uh, something in my own life, I realized that you, we can't take a uh, single weather events and say that that is related to a global change because weather is yeah. chaotic and, and, uh, but every summer for the last 10 years, it's been really hot. Do you get worried about it? <laughs> do, like, do you get worried about, about that? There, you know, that there is ice, there is ice, um, Melting at uh, higher rates. What do you think about that?
1: Yeah, uh, don't ask uh, ask me about <laughs> global warming. I'm not an expert in global warming. Yeah. But, mm. <laughs> I mean, I just know that these are very long-term trends. I mean, we yeah. had a little ice age in the what the 1600s or something yeah. like that,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and it lasted what 200 years or something.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: No, I, we don't have the the. If you say that that there's just been tr- the trend going on for the last 20 years. I mean, we know that trends don't go, go on mm. for hundreds of years.
2: Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm.
0: So, so yeah, so, so interesting that we, so how, uh, what is the stress of somebody who is living in a Mundian universe, primarily Mundian universe, who goes into a uh, Modian universe, uh, for example, maybe a scientist who, who who spends all of his life trying to all of his or her life trying to figure out the laws of the universe, and then goes and tries to win the Nobel Prize or something like that.
1: Right. So this is this is this is actually something that a lot of people don't understand. That if you're a scientist, you're in the world of modia. Not, I mean, even if your you're, you're, your science is mundia, you still have to deal with getting getting grants and getting acknowledgement from your peers and getting and, and advancing in the, in the framework of academia. And and if you take a wrong step, if you take a wrong step in, in Moodya, mm. you, can, you can be done with. I mean, you know, um, who was it, the, the, the geneticist, the famous... Um, um,
2: Crick? Crick. Yeah, mm-hmm. Uh, uh, he, he said Prince something Martin. about... Uh-huh. That,
0: Oh uh, well, uh, here's another uh, another good example is Oppenheimer, Oppenheimer mm-hmm. who Oppenheimer who created the Manhattan Project and then ended up getting uh, uh, getting um, going and having to go in front of Congress because people suspected that he was a communist. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, similar thing.
1: Mm-hmm. So, well, I mean, at least he was in in defense. So, like, if you were a communist, it would be really important. Mm. but that guy the guy who who said who made some comment about about Af- he thought that africa would never succeed because mm. whatever I, it had nothing to do with his his actual science mm.
2: you
1: know but he, he was he was like his career was finished you know? <laughs> <laughs> mm. uh, you know and 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 that's somebody who's who's completely you know already a proven scientist who has a you know had a had a you know, famous career, if you're just coming up, if you're in your, your 20s and you're working your way up and you make a you know, wrong step of that nature, you're, you're finished. No matter, how good, no matter how good you are in Mundia, in the Mundian science that you're actually working on.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Which is really- and Everybody
1: important. in academia knows this. Mm-hmm. People are really, I mean, it's pretty scary.
0: And which is, which is interesting because so, and then there's, there's another option that, that, that is very rare that people can take, and I'm not sure how one can actually um, find this. It seems to be something that maybe might be inborn, uh, but there's another concept that is relevant here called anti-fragility uh, because mm-hmm. you have uh, fr- fr- fragility and then you have resilience and then you have anti-fragility. Fragility would be being totally blown over by stress, can't handle it, can't integrate it. The resilience would be okay. I can handle a lot of stress and still manage to survive. And then there's anti-fragility, where if you attack it, it will actually grow stronger and stronger mm-hmm. and stronger. And some yeah. people are anti-fragile to, um, to Modian uh, things. Uh, uh, Nicholas Nassim Taleb himself would be somebody who's who. It doesn't really matter what people say about him. He can just mm-hmm. he like he can brush it off. It'd be interesting to, to understand it. Another person example would be Donald Trump, who mm-hmm. doesn't have these these laws just don't apply to him. No matter what people say about him, they're they'd... Trump
1: is a, Trump is a total modium. Uh, well, yeah. the reason why mm-hmm. the reason why he he provokes the reaction that he provokes is that he's a hundred percent modium. I mean, mm-hmm. he he's. I'm not saying that he's not capable in Mundia. He's not good at his job, or he's not. You know, he actually built buildings that didn't fall down,
2: mm.
1: but his political style is 100% Modi, and, and that's very upsetting to both sides. It's upsetting to the Democrats because he's playing their game. Mm. He's playing their game.
2: Interesting, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Again, you know, the Democrats, you know, their game is they call you a racist or, or a bigot or, you know, have all these, na- these names for you, and he's just like, he just does the same thing.
2: Uh-huh. He just...
1: Calls, calls the demo, you know, his opponent's names, you know, yeah. and makes that work for him. And the Republicans are upset about that, because Republicans are mostly Mundians. Mm-hmm. And they're like saying like, like, I don't want to play this game. I don't want to be in this game of, of, uh, you know, it is, it's beneath me to sit to play this, 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 this Modian game where I say things that are not really true, because like, it, it gets me, it makes people think what you know think that I'm better or I'm worse or you know this this I just want to tell the truth tell my ideas and people will believe me because because they're good ideas
0: yeah yeah <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. And so so trump is like he, he he breaks the rules for both sides mm. and that's why everybody that's why you know you have these anti trumpers on the right and and of course you have anti trumpers on the left too
0: why do you think this is? Why do you think that somebody like him can, can, is, it seems related to the internet. It seems related to the original question that we were talking about, which is the, the, that technology itself is moving more towards the, um, the Modian connecting subjective consciousness together in a network of, 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 of kind of like Modian things. So it's, but then it's also giving us access to more people who are thinking in this Mundian way as well. What, what do you think? I don't really have a point here, but
1: I, I, I guess I didn't understand the question.
0: What, what, so, so we've got so the conditions that allowed for somebody like Trump to to uh, to rise in power probably wouldn't have happened like twenty or thirty years ago because you know you have the TV was was controlled by a a small group of people who were able to get their message out uh, to many people. And now you have this technology that allows for many individuals to create their message. And it doesn't mean that their messages will automatically rise, but it does mean for some small percentage of that population, they are going to have their message be out there more. So it seems like the internet is kind of playing with the what we thought were principles of reality but were actually just principles of 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 of, of modia of, 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 of um so what do you think about that right
2: right so, so the internet
1: has made has made um um modia much more dynamic hmm.
2: it,
1: it, because it, it used to be that you know when there's only three tv stations that if you captured the high ground then you have a tremendous advantage
2: mm.
1: uh, over everybody else. Which, I mean, it's still you still have that advantage, but it's not quite as much as much an, a, a, as an of an advantage. Um, on the other hand, on the other hand, what we've also seen is that that Modia has captured a lot more institutions. I mean, it's completely dominated academia,
2: mm.
1: um, dominated all kinds of. Uh, you know, government has become uh, ha- much more involved. There are a lot of trends that 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 um, that that increase the power of mm-hmm. of um, uh, in- that that they, that entrench the modium more, and that the reason for that is that as technology develops, as we, can, we can become more prosperous. Become less less connected to Mundia. I mean, when ninety percent of the population were farmers,
2: mm, yeah,
1: you everybody knew that if you didn't plant your crops, you know, if you didn't make hay when the sun shines,
2: yeah,
1: you weren't going to have hay.
2: Yeah, it, it, it didn't
1: matter what your neighbors thought about that. You know, you had to do it. You had to you had to, to conform to to the laws of nature, and now. You know, the trend over time has been been more and more of our economy has been in modia,
2: mm.
1: and as government gets bigger, go- government is completely modian modian institution because because everything depends on, who, on what your boss thinks of you, mm. and nothing very and 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 um, the reality of whether you, what you're doing is working or not is more and more distant
0: mm. from your so, yeah. Mm-hmm. So
1: there are a lot of trends that, that are increasing the, the power of Modia over Mondia.
0: There's a lot of thoughts that I just had. Uh, w- one of the most on the top of my head is that it's uh, cryptocurrency and Bitcoin uh, are taking f- money, which has been separated from things like gold, taken off the gold standard and taken off of kind of like uh, a connection to real, to, to uh, Mondia, and then now is being put back into math, basically, and cryptographic um, uh, protection. Yeah,
1: but that's not important.
0: Uh-huh. I mean, I
1: mean there, is a, there is, of course, a mundane side of it that whether the technology works. Mm. But what well, you're talking funny. about is Moabium.
0: Yeah. Mm. yeah, because people believe in it. Uh, because people b- believe in Bitcoin, that's the reason why Bitcoin is now becoming popular is because people believe in right. it. Um, yeah. And then there is another... Interesting. You're talking about institutions, organizations, large organizations are uh, modian uh, based on the mode of the fashion because your your the processes like an organization is is is. I, I lost you. Can you hear me now? I
1: lost you. I lost you. Can you hear me now? Mm-hmm. Um, it seems to be a delay or something. might
0: My- yeah.
1: My internet connection is unstable.
0: Um, I can hear you fine. Yeah,
1: I can hear you. Too. I can hear you now.
0: Oh, okay. okay, so it's back. Yep.
1: Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, can we splice it together.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I can. I'll just. I'll just take it out. I'll just. Or we gonna keep it in? Uh, uh, so you were talking about organizations and how organizations um, basically, you know, you 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 become removed from your output. So you put in an input, and then you you get removed from your output. That seems like an organization of bureaucracy, kind of. That's what it does. Uh, and in some ways, some organizations can make that really valuable, but a lot of organizations make it not that valuable. Uh, which is right, interesting. My,
2: my, Go for it.
1: Well, my my observation is that all human institutions become more modian over time. Mm. And the reason for that is because their institutions are made up of, human institutions are made up of people. And so the internal workings of the organization will become more and more important over time. Now the counterbalance to that is that these institutions, if they're doing something in the real world, you know, if they're selling sandwiches, they still have to sell sandwiches. And if they can, they're not successful at selling sandwiches, they'll fail. Mm. So Mundia is like, is, is exerting, a um, evolutionary pressure against them, and if they don't adapt, they'll be wiped out. They'll be filth, you know, as Nassim would say. Mm. <laughs> if they're filtered. They'll be they would be
0: ruined. Unless the unless they're part of a government, which then uh, doesn't doesn't uh, as part of a government or as part of a nonprofit, which don't have profit as a as a um, as a mediating circumstance for whether they survive or not.
2: Um, right.
1: If they if they yeah. don't if they don't actually have a Mundian mm. a, mon, a you know Mundian, uh, Mundian inputs. Yep. Mm. <laughs> mm. They don't have they don't have, they don't have to deal with Mundi at all, which is the case for government and for nonprofits, mm-hmm. then they can they're completely free and they will become completely Modian and they'll be taken over by whatever fashion you know, whether, whatever the latest fashion is, if it's you know, um Anti mm-hmm. anti sexism, or if it's Nazism, or if it's you know whatever it is, they can go there because nothing will stop them. Nothing, no, there are no constraints.
0: Interesting. And so, this the, okay. Have you heard of the simulation theory? The the no. idea that that the idea that if human beings can create games with ever com- more complexity and ever more kind of reality, that if we can make games that approach the the, the level of reality, uh, then doesn't it make sense that we are also part of a simulation in another being's uh, basically like a game, basically?
1: Maybe uh, maybe. <laughs> so it's it, but you know this, 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 there's uh, there's an asymmetry between mundia and modia, which is that which is that mundia includes modia. Like mm, you know our the yep. system. So, so, our um, social relationships are part of are part of the natural world. But Mandya doesn't, you know, but Modia doesn't include Mandya. Social relationships don't include the world. Yeah. So there's that asymmetry. The reason why these two Mandya and Modia are have equal status um, as to us as human beings is, is our cognitive, you know, cognitively they, they have equal their equal status.
0: Mm. Interesting. You know, where, Hmm, interesting. So it's an illusion. Basically, it's it's uh, human beings have an illusion that this Modian has more more weight than the Mundian, basically.
1: Well, it depends. If you're a Mundian, you're you're you, you you're think right. that. But if you're a Mundian, yeah. Uh, yeah. You're naturally you're naturally biased towards towards you know, mm, the social the world.
0: world yeah. mm-hmm. Interesting. So but the the reason why I was talking about the simulation theory is because it's related to the technology conversation, which we've now created social networks that are underlaid by technology, by uh, natural laws, but then humans are putting their, basically like their, enti- their you know, I spend a large amount of my time on this screen in this network uh, and then Facebook has captured this social network and made uh, a value out of that. Uh, and then, um, it's just interesting because more and more people are spending more and more time on on engaged with this thing that that is like taking this modian and and creating like a, a universe in it, and then what happens when our ability to store data gets so great that we can then get more and more? What what you know? What is the end process of this basically?
1: <laughs> I don't know maybe maybe you know we'll all create our own world someday and we'll be you know gods in our own worlds yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, yeah. You know, I don't know yeah but uh but it, that's that's the tr- you know the trend is to is ever increasing modia like mundia is becoming less and less significant in our lives and you know even for even if for a mundian, even if you're 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 Cognitively biased towards mundia, towards thinking about mundia, modia is pr- still probably more important to you than Mandya in your life. Mm-hmm. You probably still care more about being popular, or at least, you know, having, you know, your 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 human relationships, than you care about your your natural relationships.
0: Because it goes, because it's so deep to our evolution as, as human beings in social organizations. And this is the, the book behave gets into the actual neurobiology behind this, which it, it's, just endlessly fascinating that, that no matter how much you think you care about the natural world, uh, the immediate way you get your food or the way that we got our food in the past was navigating these hierarchies, these domination hierarchies, basically, and, and trying to figure out the relationships between all these people. That's the way you ate. That's the way you, that you, you survived was, was well,
1: that, that's the way we eat now yeah. that's what we eat now if mm-hmm. you're in a hunter gatherer society you go out and you get your you shoot your own you know your own
2: food
0: well but then but then the splitting up of the food is also is also is also key dependent on 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 hierarchies and and, dep- and then and, that, and, and then also uh t- tension uh uh inter- the one of the most interesting things i learned in this book was that when the hierarchies are stable when you know who's above you and you know who's below you then mm-hmm. less stress there's less stress for all the people except for the guy at the top because the guy at the top is always worried about about people kind trying, trying to get get mm-hmm. get him uh, out the the when stress appears when those when it's unclear who's above and who's below that's when the most mm-hmm. stress is basically
1: mm-hmm.
0: which is interesting
1: right but but if you if you i mean clearly our cognitive um makeup uh evolved in this in these like hunter-gatherer societies. And so obviously since we have a, a high social awareness, social awareness must it must have been important back then. But still I think that that you know if you're a hunter-gatherer society, if you're like really good at shooting down mm. you know prey, you're gonna have a high status in that society. Mm. Even if you're even if you're not so good at like like knowing who like the relationships between people now, you know, in our society, I think that's much less true.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Because uh, you can go on Instagram and create an image of yourself, uh, that gets, that really hooks into other people's idealized image, uh, and then get a whole bunch of followers and then started getting, getting money based on, on this image that you created of this, of this Modian thing.
1: Well, that would be yeah, that would be totally Modian, but but you know there are Mundian. I mean, people, you know, there are. Um, there is a need for, for, for Mundians and Mundian success. Things have to work. The bridges have to not fall down, and the the technology has to work. But those people, those people who are behind the technology, like they're never going to have high status. Mm. At least they're never. You know, you, you could be like, you know, the richest person in the world. And you won't have your stats won't be as high as 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 an actor yep. who like can project you know who can manipulate people. Mm-hmm. And who's going to get the biggest fan club? You know,
2: mm-hmm.
1: is it the yep. <laughs> the actor? The actor will always have the bigger fan club because that's that's his business.
0: Hmm. Interesting. Which that's and that's that's I find really interesting that people look towards actors to. Uh, download the right ideas as to what Mm -hmm. should be done. uh, What is, what is, what is right, what is good and all these different things. It would be really interesting. And they're not, yeah, they're not looking to the scientists unless they, unless they believe in scientism and kind of like uh, have this idea that, that, that science is a religion. Uh, I don't know. Yeah.
1: Well, if if you're a Mundian, you know, like, oh, the actor, you know, this actor is stupid and, and I and, and that what they say has nothing to you know is not gonna influence me that much. Mm-hmm. If you're a Modian, you know, you don't think about those things.
2: Mm-hmm. You just
1: think think, oh, you know, this is this is what everybody believes, and therefore I believe it too, or this is what mm-hmm. the, the cool people this this is how the, the high status people believe. You know, I mean you can see it most most clearly in fashions because everybody knows. That fashions go in and out of style, and that there's no there's no um, there's no uh, objective reason why why today's fashions are better than yesterday's fashions, and people still think that yesterday's fashion looks stupid and today's fashions look, fashions look cool, and they think about you know every you know
0: it's every cyclical. time.
1: Factions change. They think the same thing. The old fashions look stupid. The new look, fashions look cool. You know?
0: mm. And it's uh, cyclical too. And, and this also happens with, with, with thought and philosophy. It, it, the, I remember reading somewhere that it happens every 20 years where, uh, between romanticism and realism. Uh, or or Apollyon and Dionysian where it's like goes to rational and then it goes to emotional or and then it goes to romantic and then it goes to realistic and uh, it's just this kind of like whatever you know that's why I like figuring out both because and that's why I don't like just kind of like believing or holding on to a belief and understanding that that's reality because it's important to always question it because it's like because of what you're talking about because of this this it, we're, we as human beings are very aware of what other people are thinking um, and so it's very difficult not to yeah i don't know it's it's mm-hmm. difficult not to get swept up in it
1: right i mean see i mean that's what i'm saying that, that we, we we think these things about fashions even though we we know and even the most modian person will know that it really doesn't matter
2: mm mm-hmm.
1: only matters in terms of so- socially it doesn't matter in terms of anything objective and they'll still believe it. People will still say, oh, you know, you're so old fashioned and as an insult.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. So
0: this is really interesting. We've got a couple minutes left. Uh, and I'm, I'm interested in, in kind of what, what uh, the question I had before, where did this come from? Where did you, uh, when did you first come up with this Mundian Modian thing, and and how is your scientific life kind of um, your? Because you said you also solve these problems in in science and stuff like that. What 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 are those?
1: Well, you know, I'm I'm a Mundian,
2: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> and and uh, you know, since I was a child, I was trying to figure out like there's this other thing going on that I didn't really understand. Like I remember as a as a young child, like the first time, like something went out, like. Something went out of fashion. when the fashions changed, and I thought, and here I thought, like, oh, this way of dressing is the right way of dressing, <laughs> and this is the way I'm gonna dress to be cool,
2: yep.
1: to have high status, and I like, suddenly it changed. Like, what's going on there? Like, mm. how can that? How can that be? Mm. It was like, um, it's completely foreign to my nature, and 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 i you know i knew that there's other things going on and i I also know like and as i I got older i realized like there are some very very smart people out there that thought really stupid things i mean things that i thought were stupid like how could they think that how could they not be convinced you know that i don't know (laughs) Mm. that you need to you you can't um governments can't pay for everything they also because they have to balance their budget how could they like people like just not care about that
2: mm-hmm.
1: or you know I, you know <laughs> and I was you know I realized that people were, th- were thinking in a, in a way that was very different than the way that I was thinking and I also realized that they weren't stupid people they were smart people
2: mm-hmm. these
1: were the people you know we got they got A's in school and got, you know and I knew them personally so I knew that they were smart people and they were not disingenuous because they weren't people who, they weren't bad people. Mm -hmm. They weren't stupid and they weren't bad. Mm -hmm. There was something else. And what was that thing? Mm -hmm. So now I know the answer that they're Mm modians.
0: Interesting. Mm -hmm. That's really cool. Is there one book that has matched what you're talking about or kind of influenced what you're talking about that you've read? You
1: know, I, I'm sure there. I've been influenced by many things things. I, I I don't know of any particular thing that is like a proto
2: mm-hmm. um,
1: version of this idea. I mean, you know everybody a lot of people know that that I, I didn't invent the the idea that there are are um, people, people and thing people. Are you a thing person or you're a people person?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, that that's you know very old. Mm-hmm. For some reason, I knew that many years without actually understanding how it, how that, um, how that had this, had this completely, um, affected everything in life, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. I, I didn't, I didn't like, I didn't take, take that notion to its logical, to its conclusion mm-hmm. about how, you know, how the world is the way it is because there are all these people who are people people and all these other people who are thing people mm-hmm. and and um and how they, they the the fact that they, they see the world in these two different ways how that that affects society, like how it permeates society.
2: Mm.
0: And I, I so I I, I think I, I do know some they don't use the same language as you do, but but they I, I would say that Taoism is pro- probably the closest thing to to what you're talking about in terms of uh, in terms of people who uh, have tried to study the natural laws. And this is before we had the scientific method and before we had kind of mm-hmm. uh, an understanding of what 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 is the natural laws, regardless of what society and what what. Uh, I think I think Taoism and another interview I've done recently with Charlie Pinto. I think that probably comes the closest.
2: Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, well, okay. Th-
0: yeah, <laughs> but thank you so okay. much for coming on the show and how, um, how can people find out more about this blog post that you wrote, or that what's the, how can people find that particular article that, uh, d- defines well, if, if, you, that.
2: if you,
1: if you Google Mundia and Modia, mm-hmm. you'll find it. Or if you Google my name, you'll probably find it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Can you put the link in, in, in the show in the thread, notes? Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah it's a very, it's a very short blog post. You know, it's like 200 words or something like that. Mm. And it basically it says everything that I want to say is, is in there. Mm. Um, uh, in kind of, you know, very short form.
0: Cool. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming on the show and be great to have you again in, on a couple, in a couple more months. But
1: mm-hmm. Okay. You're w- very welcome. It was a great pleasure yeah. to, uh, to meet you and to be on the, your show.
0: Cool. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode with David Boxenhorn. Um, If you did, please find us on iTunes uh, or Spotify or Stitcher and give us a review. Um, You can also find me on Twitter at Stuart Alsop, I-I-I. I I love to hear what people think about the show, what they feel about the show. Uh, So please let me know. Uh, And as always, I'm open to interesting people who have crazy wisdom. So if you know anybody, send them my way. Uh, Hope you guys have a great day. Let me know what you thought.